0: Welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host Anthony Montrulo. Uh joined here by my co-host Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's happening? Man, it's good to be back. Uh taking a week off when it wasn't
1: really holiday related felt a little weird. I certainly got some a couple complaints about our absence as I, I think you did too. Um yeah. But, well. <laughs> but in that time, in that time I had, you know, extra free time to start thinking about, uh, you know, my future. And uh, I think I'm going to go into business. Actually, I'm I'm started looking into opening up a coffee shop, right? Because we're you know we're 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 getting over the pandemic, right? So yeah, business opportunities, people going back to coffee, cafe, coffee shops, right? So, but I understanding you know how how just drained and struggling everybody is. Uh, I want to open a coffee shop that caters to people who are apathetic and dejected or dejected right so and i got the mm-hmm. perfect name for it grounds for dismissal
0: no no good. awful awful, <laughs> awful come on that was jesus fucking christ. hilarious No, good. Good. It was just 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 jesus
1: christ well um I, I, we have any fucking lawyers that listen to this they're laughing
0: their ass off right now yeah no it was good it was good um so yeah no so we were off last week obviously it wasn't uh a holiday or anything but i had a family medical situation emergency whatever um you uh, a crew
1: mama from the train
0: (laughs) yeah no so a close close member uh of my family ended up falling and uh, breaking her hip so we had to take her to the hospital and, you know, it was a whole fucking mess, uh, as you can imagine. Um, and you know, again, not something they're talking about a lot, but, uh, hospitals are completely fucking full. Like I'm in the Northeast in a heavily in, in Connecticut, which is a heavily vaccinated state. I think we're one of the most vaccinated States in the country and the hospitals are still fucking jam packed. Um, you know, largely with, uh, unvaccinated COVID patients, but it, 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 they're, they're, it's just jam packed. So, you know we we took her there um and uh she ended up having to sit in the in, like in a hospital bed in a hallway for thirty plus hours before she was taken into uh into a room before you know to she be got her own hallway? for surgery that's amazing that's <laughs> i mean, no you're right yeah no I, you know luckily, I don't think uh she had to share it with any covid patients because they do have like whole fucking wings of hospitals dedicated to them right now but you know, again, it's just, you know, everyone, you know, Biden and the fucking media are like just running nonstop, like hey, everything's fine. Omicron's not that bad. It's mild. It's going down. Everyone get back to work, shove your kids into fucking schools where they're all going to get infected and infect their grandparents. Um, which also by the way happened because one of my grandparents, uh, unfortunately, uh, just had, just, I found out a couple days ago has COVID because of, you know, interaction with, uh, a school-aged member of my family, which you know, it just it fucking happens because these kids are forced into schools that have no ventilation and no precautions, and it's just a fucking fiasco. And you know,
1: well, where else we, are they going to learn to code? Though, I mean, we gotta, got a priorities true. to true. think about here. Priorities. Um, um, just imagine, like how no, I, how good of a night of sleep you get uh, in a hallway. You know, like just oh, just, yeah, when you're, no.
0: just when you're about to nod off, and like people walk by, and you know, fucking code blue and everyone's yeah, talk- running <laughs> <laughs> right or just people at the nurse's station talking you know super loud and laughing and the fucking fluorescent lights above your like it's just you know super peaceful uh, i can only imagine um yeah and and having to wear a mask the entire time because you're uh in the fucking er you know presumably yeah. pretty close to a bunch of COVID people so you're like petrified that you're gonna get COVID. It, it's just uh, and yeah, your hips broken nightmare and your fucking hips broken right. so it's like right right there's also have, that, have fun so. sleeping through that yeah, so so thank you very much to everyone who spreads uh, vaccine misinfo, uh, and and you know is is subsequently responsible for these fucking hospitals being filled up because you know, <laughs> I'm su- you know uh, it, 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 yeah it's awesome that people have to to fucking wait thirty hours for a fucking single bed to open in the second hospital that they went to because the first one was also completely full. Uh, yeah, so you know anyway, well, I um, mean it's it's kind of
1: refreshing though that people have finally you know, gotten over blaming Russia for things that Russia has nothing to do with. Right. Like I haven't seen any shit libs blaming all this COVID misinformation on Russia. Like they, they finally accepted that like just half the country is that stupid on their own. Right. And, and it doesn't matter if they're right wing or left wing or liberal, whatever. Like there's, there's people, there's fucking lunatics all over the political spectrum oh no it's
0: it's it spans the spectrum from from it's, yes from far left to far it's right amazing. it's pretty amazing
1: and now eric clapton's saying that uh you know the the uh pro vaccination commercials are mind control it's like they mind control is when you you're you know manipulating someone without their knowing it right like a commercial that just says hey we need to get vaccinated that's not mind control that's just appealing to you honestly eric clapton you racist piece of shit yes. Um, so another yeah, piece of shit, MKLT, uh, that's the- yeah, we wanted to get on the record here was, uh, speaking at, on the, the halls of Congress or from the, the halls, of the steps of Congress,
0: uh, no, he's too the- fucking stupid to ever be allowed into the halls of Congress, <laughs> yeah. which is really well, they have a moat saying now. something. They
1: have a giant moat and a fence <laughs> and, and then like a, another, a new concrete wall they're putting up around the white house. Um you remember when when liberals lost their fucking mind when uh Melania Trump like altered the rose garden slightly and they're like <laughs> oh this is terrible and now, now Biden's putting up a fucking cement wall it's like right in front of the White House like in the middle of the White House lawn and not a peep not a peep because they're obsessed with fucking January 6th that's their 911 now um so anyway this this fucking dumbass lunatic we're going to play a clip here of RFK Jr who he, he like Used to have some good takes, and that I I never knew how, you know, all the rest of his bullshit that he brings with him uh until kind of
0: all the COVID stuff started. But he he's opposed to all vaccines, all vaccines he's, he does he's opposed right. to.
1: But in his, his, his
0: job, he literally sits on the board of a company that pays him to to spread this kind of misinformation. Right. It, it's
1: right, but then when you hear the things he says, it's just it's like where does it end? It, it's it's the fucking magnets. It's the you know, it, 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 roll the clip, and we'll just sit here. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: right. Fucking ugh. be stupefied for a minute. And yeah. half.
2: Even in Hitler Germany, you could you could cross the Alps into Switzerland. You could hide in an attic like Anne Frank did. <laughs> I visited in 1962 East Germany with my father, and met people who had climbed the wall and escaped. So it was possible. Many died truly, it, but it was possible. Today. The mechanisms are being put in place that will make it so none of us can run and none of us can hide. The, within five years, we're going to see 415,000 low orbit satellites. Bill Gates says his 65,000 satellites alone will be able to look at every square inch of the planet 24 hours a day. They're putting in 5G. To harvest our data and control our behavior. Digital currency that will allow them to punish us from a distance and cut off our food supply. Vaccine passports.
1: (laughs) Okay, so I don't know if RFK Jr. knows this or not, but Anne Frank was still captured by the Nazis. And what killed her was a preventable disease called typhus. Okay so his right. analogies isn't just like clumsy it's completely wrong and makes him look like he doesn't know a
0: fucking thing about history or I mean like which of course <laughs> spread by the way like wildfire <laughs> through the fucking concentration camps she was in because they weren't given access to among other things vaccines you fucking moron and, and then he's he like the built
1: 64,000 satellites like that's
0: uh- no, <laughs> that there's not what you, right. Like, <laughs> imagine this is this is what makes me laugh so fucking hard is that you see people that we used to, you know, uh, like be ideologically aligned with and uh, siding with people, and then they just have to stand there while they they continue just this this increasingly just psychobabble rambling where they're talking about fucking Bill Gates's sixty four thousand satellites and and fucking like nuking our credit cards from orbit like what the fuck are you talking about like, what? Right. this is this I, is this yeah, is the people you, you want agree. to align yourself with you right. fucking idiots i
1: mean nu- nuking your like the the thing he says about crypto like causing world famine cuz they're going to like we already
0: have that with regular money what are you talking about bro <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I couldn't even follow that. What was he saying? Crypto is going to cause that or like lack of access to what I don't. Is he a crypto bro? I, I or is he anti-crypto?
1: I have no fucking clue, but I, I'll tell you what, like from, from all of the discourse around MMs and and NFTs this, this last week, I, I swear to God, it's like capitalism is just the 423rd season of lost. It's just, it's like, <laughs> we're just constantly right. trying to figure out anything
0: to keep this train rolling, no matter how bad of an idea it is. <laughs> Uh, God, I, I seriously every day I wake up on, and look on Twitter, and I feel like that fucking Walter White meme where I'm just like, Jesse, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I don't know what anyone's talking about anymore. Like, and and I can't even like figure it out from clicking through a couple tweets anymore. Like, I, I genuinely feel like an old man now. <laughs> like, I'm just like, what the fuck? So are I just got uh,
1: my account back from Twitter. They locked it for 24 hours because I violated the Twitter rules. Uh, oh, yeah,
0: well, who'd you threaten? Would you, well, you must have done something real serious to deserve that. Yeah,
1: so they sent me several different messages about this, and it said, um, well, first, let me read you the tweet. Uh, yeah. so people here in Chicago often take pictures of just mm. like dozens of cars parked in a row illegally in the bike lane, right? Where they're just like, well, it's not getting enforced, so I'm just going to park here for free. Right, because the police don't fucking care about that shit. They could be making—I mean, course. you know—we we have so little money in this city, right? They could be making a million dollars a day just with the amount of people speeding and parking illegally. Like you could you just be hand over fist making tons of revenue for the city, but they don't—they don't give a shit. Um, so I—I I was refer—I got nailed for tweeting out, "Destroy every last one of them." referring to these illegally parked cars. Uh, Twitter didn't like that, so they sent me a message saying, um, after careful review, we determined your account broke the Twitter rules. Your account careful is... Careful review. Yeah, careful review. Like, our our, <coughs> our AI algorithm that we carefully attuned to look for any kind of kind of violence that's too stupid to tell the difference between a fucking sentient being. And I, I swear, it's like I pissed off the algorithm that's, like, trying to you know, protect driverless cars, like AI cars at all costs. Like they're, they're people now they think, uh, so after careful review, we determined your account broke the Twitter rules. Your account is temporarily in read only mode, which means you can't tweet, retweet, or like content. More accounts regain full access. uh, Most accounts regain full access in a week, but it could take longer. So even though they they did it for 24 hours, they're threatening that they they could, they could have done it longer. We could, we could do this longer. You just don't know. But the initial thing they sent me said, violating our rules against, uh, okay, so yeah, they said, you have to delete this tweet because it was violating our rules against abuse and harassment. You may not engage in the target harassment of someone or incite other people to do so. This includes wishing or hoping that someone experiences physical harm. Wishing or hoping. Like, what if I just wanted it? What if I'm just wanting, but I'm not wishing or hoping like what's, what's the fucking difference there? So, I mean, do you think somebody reported the tweet or is this literally just, did it ping you the second you posted know it? Fucking knows, but n- clearly nobody looks at this shit. It's all just done right. by a fucking computer. <laughs> right. Right. But then, but then they gave you like, you know how, like if you, if you get charged with a crime, right. And they want you to plead guilty right and you're like well yeah. i'm innocent like well, okay well if this goes to trial we're going to push for the maximum sentence to punish you for, for exercising your right to a fair trial and they do that right. shit that's how they get you know like that's like, how the justice system 90% works 90% of the that's people long. in jail are there for false confession right, right. or, or coerced confessions they confess um, because they were they were like well look i can do the 6 years but there's no way i can do 20 to life you know, like, and that's, right. that's how they, I mean,
0: yeah. And I don't know if I can win, even though I don't think I, I'm guilty. So, like, so this is not the not second
1: part of their message they sent me. So this, they're saying, yeah, I have to delete the tweet, right? It says right. by clicking delete, you acknowledge that your tweet violated the Twitter rules. <laughs> so if you, if you want your account back, you have to delete this and you're admitting that it was wrong by doing so. It's like, well, I want my account back. So I guess I have to confess that I was harassing a car, <laughs> If you think we've made a mistake, submit an appeal to us, please. note that should you do so, your account will remain locked while we review your appeal.
0: How fucking Unreal. Orwellian is Unreal. that Unreal. shit? Unfucking real. No, I mean that's literally the way the, the justice system operates, and and you know the revenue streams for like local PDs work is that they just <sighs> nail you on shit and and get you on ticky tack things, knowing that you're going to end up taking those little ticky tack things because it's. Uh, how they make their revenue. And, and that's like literally how they yeah, that's that this fucking unreal. <sighs> oh god. Well uh, yeah, I really have to wonder too if it has anything to do with like do you still have the ha- you don't even have the hammer and sickle in your in your username anymore, right?
1: It's not my username and it's not in my bio anymore. I took it out uh for
0: unspecified reasons. But they, but, but they know I, I'm sure they know I'm sure they no, they it's, fucking it's just
1: because because of the words. Destroy every, every last one of them so the algorithm thinks well them are people like you you can i you know
0: if it wasn't a, but i mean what if that was like like oh the bills are playing the the chiefs this week just destroy every last one. like what that's such a weird fucking thing for the algorithm to like re- referring you know, to generic
1: any, fr- hey you
0: want me to load uh all those boxes or
1: half of them uh all of them like that i <laughs> mean it's like what I, uh, I don't know. It's just right. so it, it, it's so funny. stupid. It's
0: so stupid. Now, I'm sure you wouldn't have been suspended if you would advocated for destroying a bunch of fucking uh, Russian, you know, soldiers. That would have been fine. Right. Uh, but no. Right. right. But, you know, that Twitter, Twitter has no problem with that, especially if you're, you know, a prominent politician. But yeah, what was um, that? What was we, that we should guy should
1: that said talk- uh, he tweeted out that for every American killed in Afghanistan, we should wipe out an entire Afghanistan city? He was a lot of. Oh, yeah, that.
0: that's psychopath. Yeah, no, that was fine yeah that didn't
1: that didn't violate the twitter rules or anything um no no. well you're calling for the destruction of, of people then that's not
0: you know anyway yeah so i mean we should probably talk about what's happening in the ukraine um because uh yeah, we might be like on the verge of World War Three. You know, I mean, no big deal. Um, Joe Biden, in his fucking in all his senility, uh, might be just stumbling us right into World War Three because he is, you know, I and I mentioned this earlier in the group chat, but like, there's no, you know, liberals are so accustomed to just you know, casual Russia bashing and casual red baiting and casual, you know, tough talk when it comes to Russia. That they're not able to walk back. They're not able to differentiate the fact that, this, like, all the shit that they were talking about was like, you know, a Tom Clancy fantasy, and now they're actually in a situation where we need to be really fucking careful because we're on the brink of causing a major fucking conflict that could lead to an all-out land war in Europe, uh, which would not be fucking good. <laughs> just, just FYI to everyone, you know listening would not be a good thing um you know right now the the u.s is claiming and again i don't even know if this is true none of us know if it's true um or the reasoning behind it that russia is building up troops on the ukrainian border aka on uh russian soil um <laughs> because they're you know a country that borders uh uh the ukraine um and you know i, I mean who does, that, who does that though
1: like we we don't have any troops along our border.
0: No, we have troops around everyone else's border. <laughs> you know? um, right, and, and of course, obviously, the troops on our own border. But, you know, it, it, it's just fucking laughable because we act as if, you know, th- this is, you know, a, a, just a much lower key version of weapons of mass destruction all over again is that you keep seeing this uh, intel and or, you know, talk around. Well, oh, well, you know, there might be some kind of a false flag operation that 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 Russia uses as a pretense to um, invade the Ukraine now a couple of things about that you know everyone acts as if like Putin you know it's destabilized Europe and like started all this conflict back in 2014 when he uh, annexed and when, when Russia annexed uh, uh, Crimea but what never gets talked about is the fact that um before that in january february of 2014 uh there was a coup there was a coup not even an attempt a successful coup in the ukraine uh in which they ousted a friendly uh president you know the ukrainian president who was friendly with had good relations with russia he was you know a communist president had good relations with uh russia you know they had uh fairly fairly, you know calm uh relations and this right-wing uh neo-nazi paramilitary uh government basically took over in the ukraine from 2014 on and uh obviously the u.s and the cia had a ton to do with supporting that uh right-wing coup in the ukraine uh and the ukraine is now controlled by this like just weird conglomeration of these like far-right parties including a big uh, chunk of uh, neo-nazi uh, right-wingers that that run the Ukraine so you know Putin uh, despite the fact that he is also a right-winger but he's not like that kind of right-winger he's not really he, he sees them for what they are which is like kind of this puppet government of the EU uh, like the last guy the guy that they cooed in 2014 they got rid of him because he wouldn't sign a, t- a trade deal with the with the European Union because he didn't mm-hmm. want anything to do with them because you know they're fucking they you know they're uh, another extension of the fucking west uh, it's starting to sound like be... the
1: beginning of star wars episode one fucking <laughs> right, right, the trade,
0: galactic trade
1: federation yeah. and then and but, it's but, starting to bore me too so we should
0: probably... <laughs> i mean well, the, no, the backstory it is important yeah. it is important it's but the, but then this is the thing that we don't ever hear about in the news because it's inconvenient to the uh you know putin is this this super villain this global super villain fucking uh Narrative that they push, like whatever, but you know, and, and I'm again, I'm not a big oh, fan it's, it's of his. Hilarious. He's, he's a right wing, yeah, bag, well, but it, it's hilarious the way that they paint him in the media, you know.
1: Well, this was this headline today, uh, New York Times uh, actual headline Russia's history of beginning military actions is telling. <laughs> this is this is from US state run media New- right. written with no sense of irony whatsoever. The New York Times that supported every single war we've ever gotten ourselves into not gotten ourselves into the week started <laughs> saying that it's like, it's like Darth Vader writing it out. It it,
0: yeah, it's it's Russia that's the one that's always starting the wars. Rebel Alliance's uh history of blowing up planets is uh pretty concerning to me to me as uh guest was just captain. sitting there
1: mind its own business and then <laughs> fucking Luke
0: Skyfucker yeah, so- blows it up. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah, I mean, so this is ridiculous, but, you know, the the real world um implications of this are is that Biden is using this as a pretext to um, you know, basically ramp up a bunch of uh executive orders like he's that he's they're drafting up an executive order to uh deploy 50,000 troops uh to the Ukraine to you know, help guard our ally. I don't know where's the money for that going to come from. Uh, I I assume that's that's just you know instead, instead of sending out those N95 masks, they're going to sell them on eBay and maybe use that uh, the funds from that to pay for the troop deployment. You can just print off um, an NFT and put it on your face, right? <laughs> um. So yeah. So uh, fifty thousand troops. Uh, to to you know. Uh, sit on the opposite side of a border where allegedly there are a bunch of troops built up on the other side is a major provocation for a country that you don't uh own (laughs) that's not your country (laughs) like to send your troops you know to stand off against another army is a major provocation and on top of that he's uh you know considering signing uh sanctions like like economic sanctions on russia which again is an act of war even though they are a quote-unquote peaceful uh you know action they're they're anything but peaceful i mean we've talked about sanctions in the past uh and how they've uh killed hundreds of thousands of children in iraq our sanctions in iraq and you know in the 90s i mean it's it's just you know again he's doing everything possible to provoke putin to actually make a move and then when putin makes a move he's going to use that as a pretext to you know to to fucking send troops over there. It just, it's so and,
1: odd though, because this is the kind of thing that a president with uh, you know terrible poll numbers would do to try to you know get those numbers back up. And Biden's been doing so well in the polls lately.
0: I don't understand why he would pull something like this. Um, you yeah, know, it's it's a, it's a real, it's a real <laughs> yeah. coincidence, I'm sure, that he was polling a 33% approval in a recent uh in a recent approval poll went to PIAC approval poll and all of a sudden oh well here's a war to unite the country what a weird oh. what a weird coincidence um but yeah and, and also by the way the Democrats have lost um I think a, a net like 10 favorability in the last year like it, it was like the the biggest net favorability loss in the history of Gallup polling year to year it was some crazy fucking number um yeah. you know of like Forty nine percent of of registered or people identified as Democratic supporters to forty six percent Republican now it's like forty seven Republican to like forty one Democrat it, it, it's it's just a pathetic fucking display um which you know again I, not, no surprise to anyone that listens to this show because we've seen the fucking fiasco that the Biden administration has been but this this is really fucking worrisome um and you know i i worry that you know all these fucking brainwashed fucking shit libs who spent four years screaming and screeching about russia and you know looking under their bed for fucking ruskies before they they go to lay their head down at night for four years under trump uh don't know how to turn this off and they don't realize that that was all a fucking farce to begin with and that they were being scaremongered like they don't know that so they f- really think that like Putin is getting ready to like relaunch the ussr which is the most horrifying thing imaginable for them like the fact that there would be a fucking you know and and and, you know it's just again even if and and again whether he does have plans to do anything in ukraine or not uh a is none of our fucking business b uh half of ukrainians support like want to be part of russia anyway it's a very like 50 50 issue in the ukraine because uh the ukraine was part of the soviet union for Mm -hmm. a long fucking time until the western powers came in and fucking broke it up and that's ultimately what biden uh i i think in in a perfect world i I don't think he's nearly smart enough to pull this off would love to do i mean he was talking in his that press conference the other day which you know we can talk about also because you i know you watched a lot of that (laughs) Uh, I I listen to it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just it's it's hilarious. You know, anytime the United States who, uh, you know, keeps Puerto Rico as a territory but denies its citizens voting rights, wags its finger at any other country for claiming, you know, a territory that we don't think they should be able to claim you know like
0: right <laughs> right right which which by <laughs> the way was, was their the part world. of their country until 1991 until like after i you know but um but but in that's in that press conference he you know again he he's not really cognitive enough to hide the fucking shit that his advisor tell, advisors say to him so he he mentioned at one point wow you know russia Russia's got eight time zones and 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 vast resources, and this is shit. You know <laughs> they've, they've got twice as much time as we do, yeah. right? <laughs> um, yeah, man, I could go from one end to the country to the other and, and travel back. Uh, you know, half a day. No, but um, what was against. Uh, but no, I mean, he is signaling, and this is something that the EU would fucking love. Uh, is that he would love to just go in there, break up Russia even more, and turn it into a bunch of fucking you know, uh, like just, just Western subservient little nations, you know, like fucking another little Eastern block, you know, because again, Russia's a massive fucking country still like mm-hmm. the landmass of Russia is, you know, smothering the rest of Europe. Um, that, that's been your, Europe, the Europe's goal. That's been Europe's goal for a long time is to break it up into a, another little subsection of, um, Eastern block countries to, to further weaken russia's standing because the, you know the eu does not want a country uh that's not strictly capitalist even though you know i would argue that putin is is just you know a fucking a yeah, authoritarian I mean, at, cast this point, those, at this point those those ideologies
1: don't really fucking matter what they they just don't want russia and china being able to control all the resources they depend on Right. right they don't you know like we're we're talking about uh how the united states is going to uh if russia cuts off uh petroleum to europe how we're going to make sure like that we keep europeans warm like that was right that was what the a phrasing. weird thing like r- really how, like, many people are in the united states? how many people are sleeping outside right now in chicago it's five literally it's five degrees right now in chicago how many people are sleeping outside
0: uh and we get we're gonna right. to... and, and what we really mean is once we take over the that section of Russia that's that's uh vast in resources, like Joe Biden said we're gonna make sure the oil keeps flowing to Europe because that's what we really uh ultimately are gonna want when we you know engage in this and 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 it's just i, I we're all gonna die like we're all gonna fucking die like if we right. actually do start a fucking war with russia uh we're all going to die. No, like, it,
1: it we're all going to die anyway, in the Sylvia Plath sense. But I saw this tweet from a guy named Joe Dunman. I'm not sure who he's, journalist or somebody, he says, I uh, tweeted out yesterday for the first time in my life, I noticed the US government used the phrase lethal aid as a oh, euphemism yeah. for arms or weapons. By the very next day, national media adopted the phrase without even using quotes. Like, and, I don't know about you, but like Lethal
0: Aid sounds way more sinister than Arms. <laughs> it re- it truly does. Like that's that was the funny thing to me is that like obviously that was like a attempt at, that was an attempt at like an enhanced interrogation type thing. You know, oh, yeah, you know, soften
1: you know they focus on the slow. You know they focus, but like, that like shit. But Just what like, shitty you know, like focus advice. group! Because
0: I heard that, I was like, "Oh, that's horrible!" Like that sounds way worse than. No, but you, you know how they frame munitions? that shit.
1: You know how they frame it with they'll, they'll tell you two different words, and which one they want you to pick is the one they really lean into. You know, like, oh, don't do you think this like this word or like this scary word? You don't like that, do <laughs> right, you right, like, right. the pocket. people to take those focus group things are like, oh, OK, yeah, they just do whatever. The, they are like a fucking grand <laughs> right. jury. They'll go along with whatever they're fucking told to do. So I tweeted back to this guy. I was like, yeah, the U.S. never waged nuclear war on Japan.
0: The Enola Gay was just airlifting lethal aid to help the Japanese people. <laughs> Well, and again, that's like just the funniest thing is like we're wagging our finger like, don't you better not invade, you know, says the country, the the one country that invades every other fucking country. It's the same as us wagging our finger like Iran, you better not make any nuclear weapons. We're afraid you're going to use them, says the one country that ever fucking used a nuclear weapon on anybody. (laughs) Like It's just right. Well, that's that's, fucking hilarious. That's the bully complex
1: is you're convinced everyone else is the bully because you are right and it's, right you know i mean whoever the most powerful country is left after a war is probably going to become as bad as the people they defeated right and that's just kind of how it's always worked with
0: history uh whoever right. is the, most, the allies defeated the nazis and now, <laughs> now right we see what the fucking you know long-term results are you know we're not as we're not as out in the open but we're certainly as imperialists and as fucking you know cruel to to the citizenry at large um in many ways so you know it, what a fucking nightmare like what a fucking nightmare this is i really you know it, it, i i'm just very concerned i feel i feel like this is not um and yeah, whatever you know, this send... happened a lot of yeah we're never gonna send troops into russia this is just it's for show
1: it's for theater and you know we're never going to we're never going to have a war between true. white people and white people there's never going to be like another big war between two different white armies it's just not going to happen right it's it's always going to be these asymmetrical conflicts anytime there is another real army it'll be a standoff right we're not they're just not going to do it because it's not it's not in anyone's interest to have that kind of war again um but i did i like you said i did watch most of this press conference and i i I tuned out most of it as I'm kind of like doing other shits on like one of the tabs in the background, but I heard him say that uh, he was basically making excuses for why he couldn't get his legislation passed, and saying, "Well, we we need Republicans to sign on to it." It's like, but you have a majority in the House and the Senate, so what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you completely not acknowledging the fact that he's got cinema and mansion. You know, with any other Democrat president, if they picked up the phone and said, you're going to vote this way or you're going to be you're done and we're going to kick you out of the party. Right. Like, that's how that works. But Biden's just like, oh, you know, I'll just I just, you know, and he literally says that he he can't get legislation passed without his buddy John McCain there.
0: (laughs) So can't there will never be enough Democrats. Yeah,
1: it can't blame it on Mitch McConnell anymore. So blame it on dead John McCain for not voting along
0: with you. They had a fucking supermajority, and they and they had to, and they and they had, they still they had fifty nine votes, and they couldn't pass anything. No, well, I mean, you know, droopy. They could dogs, have ninety nine go along with single payer. You know, right, right. No, I mean, they they could literally have ninety nine out of a hundred senators, and you know, f- thirty, you know, thirty nine of those senators would would vote, or, you know, th- or forty of those senators would vote with the one Republican to make sure the sixty vote threshold wasn't met to fucking pass any legislation. Like it's just. You know, it's it, it's a fucking farce. It's it's fucking fake. We we all know it's fake, and the reason I know it's fake is because today, th- th- this was a headline from um, from the Intercept: uh, House Dems want to expedite a floor vote on a massive Ukraine defense bill that would dramatically increase U.S. security assistance and lay groundwork for major for major sanctions on Russia, hastening a much more aggressive posture without much room for debate. So they can fucking fast track the shit out of that voting rights no you know fucking pandemic relief no uh healthcare, no you know <laughs> literally anything that would help you know the the citizens of this country can't do it bro can't can't get those can't no just, we got we gotta, know, gotta can't think get mansion in
1: cinema cold people in the ukraine not having enough heat um yeah it's it's just i i don't you know and, and then you got pasaki uh jen pasaki did a little video interview. Her video message i don't know who the fuck she's making that for um and we have a, a clip of her you know saying you know giving some alternatives to uh you know
0: despair as, as
1: opposed to helping people here's what you can do in the meantime america
3: right so my advice to everyone out there who's frustrated sad angry pissed off feel those emotions go to a kickboxing class, have a margarita, do whatever you need to do this weekend, and then wake up on Monday morning, we gotta keep fighting. And what that means, Lindsay, is we have to keep talking to members about federal legislation. That's essential. That's something that can be permanent, that can make sure people's rights are protected. But we also need to uh, make sure people are educated in states across the country about what their rights are, uh, how they can vote, when they can vote, how to request an absentee ballot. There's a lot we need to do on that front, and that's gonna rely on the energy and the anger of those
0: that activism as well i vote more vote for more democrat that's the solution when you gave them a fucking majority in all three fucking chambers is to vote for more democrats and then go to margaritaville with does your she... with all your parrot head friends and fucking order a cheeseburger in paradise like that's. does the she fucking... does she know that the, the, the like I
1: we're people are struggling to pay rent. How the fuck are they gonna afford a kickboxing class on top of that? Like what the what fucking She is so fucking West Wing How, how let them eat cake can you fucking be? Oh, just go drink a Margaret. Anyway, so we, we actually have a, a Jen Pisaki interpreter who's um did a little uh, a video uh homage to Jen Pisaki here. If we could roll
0: that clip too yeah translation if you will but yeah let's uh let's play that okay this is
3: a press conference for all my girlies um oh we couldn't get it done oh gosh that sucks i'm so mad at whoever's in charge right now this is so messed up i mean maybe if you had voted a little harder for us we could have gotten it done but looks like you didn't so you know it's not your fault don't feel too bad you know sit back uh relax get blackout drunk right Sit in the bath, drink a mojito until you can't see. I'm a government official, okay? You know, take it easy. Do Edward Winebottle hands with your little hands. Run around the playground, you know? World's your oyster. Pick up some buzz balls. Call everybody on your phone. It's your weekend, babe, right? And on Monday, you know, we get back to fighting, right? I mean, you get back to fighting. This is your fault now. <laughs> so as soon as you're done with your pina colada, you better do something about this, Queen. Okay, and I would, I would help, but unfortunately, I'm busy with my job as the mayor of Margaritatown. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh God, yeah. it's so, but it's like uh, indistinguishable from the actual video.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, um, it's it's barely parody. It's barely
0: parody. It's barely parody. parody. I, I mean, it's just pasaki again. Like, is just you know. I I, I don't even remember what the exact tweet was, but it was just so such a great fucking distillation of what's wrong with her is that she just is just the ultimate embodiment of a fucking West Wing poison liberal who thinks that that literally is how fucking politics works and that she needs to do a series of like dunks and fucking like quips and like any and to normal people who hear that she sounds like a fucking out of touch psychopath, but like she thinks that that's like you know, making her like a Twitter darling by fucking saying these stupid fucking things as we're all like struggling to fucking live. Like that's, it's it just right. Well, it's, 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 so, it's, it's, so it's bad. for people She's who are wealthy
1: director. that can afford a kickboxing class. Right. It's for those people right. to just be like, don't worry, just go do about the things you always do. And those people go, yeah, yeah, I guess things aren't really so bad. I could just go on with my life. Cause I'm, I don't have any fucking real problems because, I, you know, I have a mortgage and I'm doing fine, you know, and it's the people who are working class, who are, you know, struggling to pay rent. Um, those are the those are the, I mean, they, the thing is, like the people who are on the top are very aware of the need support people. They just don't care. Right. And that's right. why no, that's why course. you get headlines like this from The New York Times yesterday you quit i quit we all quit and it's not a coincidence why the decision to leave a job can become contagious so this is from emma <laughs> goldman new york times first paragraph something infectious is spreading through the workforce its symptoms present in a spate a spat a spate anyway sure. its symptoms pr- uh, present themselves in uh, in the form of t- two week notices uh, its transmission is visible in real time, and few bosses seem to know how to inoculate their staff against this contagion.
0: This <sighs> contagion of, of people like, not wanting to work if at this shit fucking
1: shop. If only there was something employers could give their workers to prevent them from quitting. But we just haven't figured out what that might be. I write columns for the New York Times.
0: You know I it probably is is a pizza party. I think is actually the thing Ooh. that would <laughs> that would prevent people from $25 dollar
1: gift card at Applebee's. What what more <laughs> could you ask for you fucking peasants?
0: <laughs> oh god, I got a $10 Home Depot gift card for Christmas this year from America. Yeah, and You know, she says
1: workforce, no. not working class, because they they refuse to right. acknowledge there's a class dynamic here. It's just you're we're all in this together. We're one big family. Where I get paid three times more than you do.
0: Right to sit in my fucking one point five million dollar Soho apartment and write this stupid fucking article about how the working class are a fucking b- disease, you know? That are f-
1: yeah. Well, once once, want, the, once the pores find out wages. what to each other make, then we got a real problem on our hands. That's why you're not allowed to to discuss your wage with each other. Have you? Have you? I'm sure you've worked places where they like made it clear that you're not supposed to talk to other people about how much they make. Because they don't oh, want you yeah, to all yeah. realize you're making way, shit. Which, by the way, is illegal.
0: It is a huge labor violation. Never listen if somebody tells you that, by the way. That's totally <laughs> yeah. fucking a lie. It's because uh, the, they know
1: that's the first step to people going like, hey, we're all getting fucked. Why don't we uh, form a union?
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, You absolutely. The first thing you should do. Well, not the first thing, because you should get in close with your coworkers first so that you, they, they don't think you're like a sketchball. But like once you, once you're comfortable enough with each other that you're like friendly, you should discuss your fucking wages. That's absolutely the, like the first big thing you should do when you start a new job. Right. Um, well, the thing because, I loved about working yeah. for the
1: state department was because it, it, everyone's wage was publicly known. It, it was like, everyone right. starts out at the same like wage. Rates, Everybody who, yeah. who gets you know, promoted to this level is going to make this amount of money. And everyone's wages you know went up um, just based on how long you'd been there, right so like you didn't have this this sense that like you're competing with other people you know or like right. people trying to stab each other in the back on the way up the ladder, or whatever the fuck so and even though it wasn't a union job, they were paying union level wages, which was fucking awesome, which again you know reason because of that is because of all the other public sector unions that set that standard so
0: right absolutely yeah and that's why i'm i'm trying desperately to get a fucking job with with the state uh because they like you said they have you know published pay rates and they start you off like you know Uh above 20 an hour and they have fucking retirement it's it's great i mean it's a it's a freaking fucking great gig if you can get it they're really hard to get because they 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 have like six month review processes for these fucking openings uh for whatever reason but well anyway, cuz yeah um, cuz the people have so
1: much fucking we we've criminalized people's lives to such a degree that like we're you know everyone's got a fucking something in their past that the government's like oh I can't hire this guy because
0: of this it's like really like why not <laughs> what well, just seems it it just seems really like impossible to like to understand and like the from what everyone says it's like an insanely long pro- like yeah it, it's just you know I've heard back like 4 months like later about like oh well you didn't get this position but thank you for applying which means that it took them four months to fill that fucking like it's just you know it, it's it's fucking crazy but that's just the way you know bureaucracy like that unfortunately kind of ends up running as uh, a lot of the time but yeah. um yeah so i don't even know what the fuck we we're talking about yeah no discuss your wages with your coworkers that's that's <laughs> like the the biggest fucking takeaway <laughs> if if like you can have from this podcast um and and yeah jem pasaki's a fucking maniac i mean uh, just you know just no yeah have a margarita go fucking you know it's get your nails done honey get your nails done treat yourself because it's not getting any better from here
1: on out um
0: everything about this administration offensive (laughs) to my core like just every fucking thing did you see that there's some
1: fucking famous shit lib was like it's starting to look like you know uh, confidence in Biden is eroding it's like there never was any fucking confidence this was just like whoever's not Trump pulling that lever right and could have had so much fucking better but you were like no I'd rather have the furthest right Democrat possible right I mean even Bloomberg (laughs) as awful as he was wasn't nearly as bad as Biden he picked literally the worst option Uh, except for maybe his policies
0: were to the yeah wow right but no but even he had like some better policy like again there's there's almost no worse option in in the fucking field in that field of 20 something fucking people that clown carve candidates than joe biden but you know all they cared about was fucking kneecapping bernie sanders and i was just listening to a podcast today about eugene Debs and how you know they fucking kneecapped him multiple times and threw him in jail when he when he was running for president because he spoke against World War one like it's just they all they care about is stopping any kind of fucking help any kind of relief coming to us to working people their number one goal is to fucking eliminate that threat because that is a huge threat to that is a massive bless you that is a massive threat to 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 the fucking to the to the ruling class is is just us getting any inkling that there could be bo- there could be more that this could be better that 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 our money that we're fucking paying to the government could be going to actual to things that actually fucking help us instead of to you know bombing a bunch of fucking uh you know russians and or ukrainian separatists like that's that's the fucking the thing that they can never let us understand and that's why in you know throughout history we've fucking gone in and deposed countries that have been successful in running a system of governance and a system of um of monetary you know exchange that doesn't run like our fucking insanely uh destructive cruel system of capitalism that's the number one even when
1: biden is you know trying to promote his infrastructure bill it's completely framed as you know a gift to the trucking industry you know, he had this tweet yesterday right. where he's like saying that you know uh the the reason our supply chain is being held back is because you know we have uh, we, we got bridges <laughs> that have weight limits are slowing us down and it's like I got to find the exact
0: cuz I, I I knew
1: what he was saying
0: but like it but was But it reads as though the total opposite like he's saying they that we the stupidest way know, imaginable
1: right right well if you, he was basically trying to say you know we need new infrastructure we need new bigger bridges so bigger trucks can drive faster and more of them um which is just like you know we'll, we have fucking trains you don't need more trucks on the road so like even his infrastructure bill like we detailed that uh several weeks ago is still like 980% of that money is just for new fucking highways so just total, total complete climate de- denial right there right but right you're, but yeah
0: he <laughs> did you find that tweet I, I, yeah yeah I have the tweet. uh when we move stuff faster through ports when bridges don't have weight restrictions, <laughs> when there's less traffic on our roads, that's how we resolve supply chain problems and get goods to people quicker and cheaper. The bipartisan infrastructure law is helping to make it happen. And this is not a tweet in a thread of tweets. That's the only tweet he tweeted. Or, well, not him. He, whoever fucking staffer, he doesn't know how to work. Yeah, with a it's it's like but.
1: total trucking company, total AFLCIO type, you know, big, heavy, fossil fuel rich moving shit around just, just for the sake of making money. Right. Like just nothing, nothing. And this is is the tragedy though is, you know, AFL CIO is not a real union. They're a a confederation of unions, uh, but they're all like heavy, dirty industry unions. Right. There's only a couple uh, that aren't uh, in there and they all, you know, like they, they know they want these big giant boondoggle mega projects. That's what they're always lobbying for. Right. Because it brings in a lot of money but they know that you know building a giant new freeway bridge 90% of the money is going to go just to the material costs of pouring concrete whereas right. if they were building 21st century green infrastructure like light rail you know the the much more of the money goes to the skilled labor involved than the material costs there so if they really were promoting the interest of workers getting more jobs that pay more money for higher skilled labor than just pouring concrete, which fucking anyone can do, they'd be fighting for that. But they're not. They're fighting for the corporate profits of the fucking cement companies, the trucking companies, the fucking fossil fuel industry. That is what they fight for. That AFL CIO.
0: And, and and it's funny because I, I like I mentioned I was listening to that that history podcast about um eugene deb's today and the afl plays a prominent role in that because even in the 1800s it was fucking corrupt as all hell and you know samuel gompers who was the president of the afl in the late 1800s when um you know deb's was really kind of rising uh not even to power but just to prominence uh you know and and they and they had started up the iww uh even back then he was like all his whole goal was to fucking funnel the AFL support into like hey management and workers can totally coexist he was not you even back then the AFL like uh, hierarchy and the the top of the AFL existed to you know, stifle any kind of you know mass dissent and right. funnel all of the 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 money and the sent and the the goodwill to the fucking owner class. Like it's just yeah, that's well, always been a fake fucking union, and, and, and you know, they're also
1: it, it, completely a a chill for the Democratic Party too. I mean, they they that
0: that's the biggest thing is that because Debs like really wanted yeah. to, you know, uh, to uproot the system, uh, and and he didn't at first. He was a reformist too, and he was so like blackpilled by the the fucking shit that the AFL and all these other guys did to to fuck him over and his modest attempts at reform I mean he's really like it, I almost wonder if this is like would have been Bernie San, again he and this and Bernie's somebody who really idolized Eugene Debs used to I, I think he still has a picture of him in his office like on the wall um I really wonder if this is like what would have happened to him if he had risen to prominence and ran for president earlier in life when he was much younger and and he had and he had been fucked over like deb's was if he would have just ran as a third party candidate and like completely had his life destroyed like eugene deb's did like it's just that's what they do to anyone who fucking tries to upend bernie spent
1: 10 years running for office on a third party and got nowhere with it um until he ran totally independent so
0: yeah it's but it is what it is um but it, it, but it's just what they do to anybody that fucking actually tries to come at capital is that they ruin your fucking life. Like they, there was, you know, I, they they fucking you know made Abby Hoffman kill himself because they ruined his fucking life. Like he and he didn't even fucking do anything. Like to, it's just it, it's it's just really depressing to to you know. I, I always all the time I'm like, oh man, I wish there were more like leftist history. You know, like books and podcasts and like things where where I knew I wasn't being fed a fucking, you know, right wing CIA State Department um accounting of history. But anytime you do read a real history of of like left wing political figures, it's fucking depressing because they all end up drinking themselves to death, or pilling themselves, you know, to death, or fuck. Because it's just at some point I think they all realize like I can't fucking fix this, and they're gonna ruin me, and and you know just just for having the temerity to try to make things better like that's unfortunately what seems to be the the well, common theme and can't it's change not the system you can
1: always have a margarita so <laughs>
0: right, yeah. right. And, uh, i know it's super depressing but i mean it, I, it genuinely is like everything that i come across when i read about all these figures is like fuck like this is really depressing or like, I, or Jesus christ
1: if you're feeling that apathy like the world's coming down on you. Come on down to grounds for dismissal. My apathetic <laughs> coffee shop. That's what we're here for people. Oh um, God! so I had a couple of headlines I wanted to read. I didn't really have much to talk about here, but I just had some random headlines that I looked at and yeah, they're, yeah. they're just things that like you, you read it and you're just like, like just put your hand over your, not even like face palm, but like you just put your hand over your eyes. Like I just want to wake up in a different reality, different, different universe. Take me to any other right. point in the multiverse than the one we're living in now. I, I've been playing um Cyberpunk 2077 on the PS4, which a lot of people like said was fucking so full of bugs and so like not a complete game when it came out like a year ago or so. Were
0: well, they right? They rushed it to yeah development. And it it's came a really like,
1: fun dude. game though, even though like once in a while they'll like something won't be in the in the game where it's just like missing, or like somebody will have four legs for no reason, but like. You know, Spider Man's a really fucking amazing world, but it's still just New York City. And even though you can swing from building to building, like you can't really go into anything. So it feels like no, it's, it's,
0: it's actually very artificial. It's the yeah. Illusion of a sandbox. You and know? in
1: this game, like you can go in and out of like almost every fucking storefront and there's like you go through tunnels, you can get fucking lost. Um, and just how complete it looks where like you've got these really tall skyscrapers and like neon lights and fucking giant, you know, futuristic fucking light things. And just the way it's lit is like total fucking, you know, like Blade Runner and everything. But then there's just like, like homeless camps everywhere and fucking trash everywhere. Like it's it's so well written, richly designed that like even though it is like it can right. be a little bit glitchy, it's amazing just to fucking walk around. Um, and also you get like fucking giant fucking guns and shit. That's cool. Uh, and just like the aesthetic of it all like the clothes and everything like they they did the people that worked on it who were like brutally overworked to try to bring you this right. thing in on deadline did an amazing job and even though like it's you know keanu reeves is in it and like the dialogue is about what you'd expect from video game dialogue like a lot of it's just corny um there are like you feel like there's some stakes involved in this game like even when you're just doing you know like a, a meaningless fetch quest you know to go pick up a thing to get to a thing like it doesn't really mean anything like you could just shoot some people along the way so that's fun right yeah. uh it, it just it feels you know like it doesn't feel like every other fucking game exactly like that so where was i going with this anyway it, but one of the oh one of the things like that that feels far less dystopian is uh there there's way less cars on the street. Like you can just fuck there's no not like a real city, we just have fucking jam-packed cars everywhere all right. the time. Right, right. And there's very few very little traffic, very few cars. The sidewalks are super wide, and they all have fucking bollards everywhere. Which, like in real cities, they don't have fucking bollards anywhere except for around federal buildings, right? So you have things like right. cars like jumping like the times curb square. ten times a day in New York City killing people because we have cars that weigh six thousand pounds, they can go 75 miles miles an hour you know, down a street where you have people sitting outside on their little fucking cafe getting killed because somebody just, oh, I felt like going fast. Um, so, yeah, that aspect of the game feels very non-dystopian. So I've just been really, like, <laughs> noticing the the intention. It's,
0: that's the utopian cre- right. creeping into the dystopia.
1: <laughs> yeah, like- well, in the film, uh, the, game gets, the film, the game gets really political, too. Like, it's very, like... Pro worker and like very anti corporation and even like just little little tiny things, <laughs> which like, is
0: ironic considering its development. But yeah, no, that that is
1: right. Well, you could, you know, I mean, the management and the you know game designers are two very different types of people. Obviously. No, I'm sure the
0: guy who wrote it, you know, was was you know, it, yeah. it, it does seem well, like it was like one of the more ambitious games ever. You know made it like it was just an insanely ambitious like oh, thing that they tried it, to absolutely,
1: do and it, but like little things like so everyone's fucking armed like there's a fictional city, but it, it you can tell it's kinda l a like it like it's palm trees mm-hmm. and it looks everyone's like half naked out at all times, right, uh like cybernetic arm and like fucking you know like thong bikini right. whatever um and but like it, everyone's fucking armed, it's like the the uh murder rates like seven thousand people a year. In this city and you're just constantly seeing people get like robbed and shot and you can help them or not help them um and, you know and but then there'll be like billboards where it's it's like uh it'll be like an, an entire like wholesome looking uh middle class uh family the black family right like you know father mother daughter and son they're all holding guns and, it, and like the the slogan says, like the Second Amendment isn't just for rich people. <laughs> it's like that's the advertisement <laughs> to see for guns in the game, over and over. So there's there's some really like you know, um, like John Carpenter-esque uh, satirical right. messaging going on there too. Even though John Carpenter that's- is like, yeah, I'm a rich capitalist now, but like I I got there from being poor um, by working, yeah.
0: And he got. I mean, yeah. I I wouldn't fault Carpenter. I mean, he's he just basically just like, yeah, no, I have a lot of money. I don't have to fucking do anything anymore. It's great. Right, like, <laughs> right. made a bunch of money for making these awesome well, movies. What you, yeah, um, well, he
1: started out with like making a movie for what two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars. It happened to be a hit. Yeah. Like you know? a
0: micro budget, you know, in <laughs> a little indie fucking movie that just happens to be like like the greatest slash movie of all and time. And edited, it. like, he did, he did all the work on that. He was like, <laughs> made the music for composed right. the fucking score. <laughs> like, you
1: squelch out a little bit of profit from having some good ideas and doing everything you can with as little as possible. You deserve some right. credit. And if you want to go see your so movie, then good. there you go.
0: His, I, I was just, what was I watching? I was watching some movie of his. It's not even that good, but his fucking scores are just so still like so iconic like i love that fucking like just dread synth that 80s dread fucking synth that he would Mm -hmm. put on everything so good um oh yeah but anyway um yeah actually oh i think that was all ahead oh the two the
1: two dystopian headlines i wanted to read oh yeah uh (laughs) that just reminds me of the world we live in so uh this, this is a headline want your own cia jail Want oh. your own CIA jail, Lithuania to sell secret U.S. rendition site, Reuters. Oh, yeah. Oh, so nice. The, the article, into an
0: Airbnb? It, yes,
1: exactly. So the whole article is written from like, like, hey, house flippers, hey, real estate t- tycoons. Oh
0: my god, like, unironically.
1: Yeah, and then they list like all the things that were done to the people there, as though it's just, ha ha, fun, fun time. At, you know, pranks at summer camp. You know, talking about people having like their music blasted at them you know, multiple different songs played at the same time, 24 hours a day. So they can't go to sleep, um, left in cells that had no heating, um, had bags left over the head for days at a time, you know, but nowhere in the article does it use the word torture. Nowhere. Just, Oh, this is just rendition. You know, this is just, you know, what happens at this little barn outside, you know, Lithuania and it could be yours for the right price of Yeah. So, just just the fact that you can reach shit like that in Reuters, which is supposed to be, like, a middle-of-the-road...
0: Right. Uh, m- more trustworthy, certainly, than, like, the New York Times or any of the obvious state-run <sighs> media, but, I mean... It, so
1: then, then this next wow. one, this this was, like... It, it doesn't get weird till the end, uh, but you, you remember when uh, the fucking... The Tiger almost bit the head off of siegfried or roy i forget which one it was
0: <laughs> right and roy i believe it was Roy. Yeah. this happened
1: uh, like 20 25 years ago or something i th- i don't even know how long ago but it's just no you know, exactly.
0: it was, i feel like it was like 2016
1: i, it, I know i feel like it was then but which usually means it's actually like at least 10 years further back than i thought it was so that's why i feel like it's 20 to 25 years but um look look that up while i'm reading this so. yeah I'm, I'm
0: looking it up because i really feel like it was not that long ago Oh, no. Well, holy fuck. It was it was 2003.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it was like at least 20 years ago. Oh, Jesus so, Christ. Like,
0: oh, you know why? Because because Siegfried died last year. Yeah. That's why I think it came up again.
1: He finally fucking... succumbed to his wounds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, God. Um... So, So
1: this headline, the headline is it took four men and a fire extinguisher to get the tiger off of him. The tragedy of Vegas magician's Siegfried and Roy. And then the, su- the subtitle here their exotic animal show was a Sin City sensation until one of their white tigers attacked. But why were counterterrorism police called? A new podcast called Wild Things tackles the enduring mystery. <laughs> <laughs> like, of oh course, my it's a They're plug really for a fucking podcast. <laughs>
0: For a true crime podcast no less, oh they are God. scraping the bottom of the fucking barrel for true crime podcasts. Like I, I swear, like, it's like, like I, by quirky, you know, girls with glasses. Like that's like the subgenre heading on iTunes.
1: Like the enduring mystery of why the counterterrorism police were involved like I, I never even knew that let alone what i even wonder i just be like because they were bored who knows <laughs> like, what if
0: they're gonna interview uh clark griswold for his insights on the, on the backstage machinations of uh <laughs> of, the, of the tiger wrangling so tiger it, it, but like the fact
1: that the podcast has uh, is the podcast just about this one event and like how much can you fucking like really
0: who, who out there oh yeah no a i i've i've i you know i for a while i li- I'd like i'm not i was never on a kick because i'm not like one of those psychos like oh i love listening to stories about you know deep dives true crime podcasts about people that get murdered but i listened to a couple of them and and they literally will mine like one event you know i, I, I like i listened to one on the manson murders which obviously is like a more significant event and it had a little like sub events and you know they'd kill people prior to the to the uh, to the cielo drive incident but like yeah people literally will make a 10 episode fucking series about the lead up to one like murder or fucking you know accident or whatever like that's it, it's it's a weird fucking industry like the true crime podcast uh based. yeah
1: i don't i don't i don't get it like i i've watched enough forensic files where i'm like okay this bores me now like i, I know so much about murder and death that i'm just kind of like yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll
0: only listen to stuff like that if if it's about a historically interesting or significant like i listened to like a manson why i've listened to one uh i listened to like a true crime podcast about oj that like was hosted by uh what's her face kim Go- like ron goldman's sister like that was interesting to me like there's uh. little shit like that i would find interesting but like yeah like the, when people just completely unrelated to the events or like just like you know trying to dramatize things for like 10 episodes so they can get in their fucking plugs for like Squarespace and like, you know, better help. Like, I'm like, this is not, I don't need to listen to this. It's, like. You
1: know, it's anything where they get enough money coming in that they are like, holy shit, I can live off this. I don't have to fucking work a regular job anymore, but then you got to put out fucking daily content, whether there's anything to put content out about or not. It's right. the same thing with fucking YouTubers where it's just like, well, I'm, I'm one of the top YouTubers Mm -hmm. that has like a new Marvel video every fucking day. So like anything that any little thing that gets announced,
0: they have to do a video about it or speculate what's the next thing. And it's just, it's like, that's, you know, and (sighs) there was this great little like period where, um, people were making really cool, interesting, um, audio dramas on, on like Apple podcasts. Like they were making like these really cool, like little 10 episode, audio dramas uh you know horror sci-fi whatever like just interesting ways to tell stories you know audibly you know a or, or orally rather i meant uh, you know a a u r uh but um what happened with those is unfortunately you know the ad uh revenue started to come in and because because these companies were like oh a lot of pe- you know 200,000 people listen to this show you know i'm gonna advertise for my fucking you know my boner pills in the middle of this thing and it just destroyed the medium and i think that that's just unfortunately across the board what happens with everything with video games with fucking any 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 form of entertainment just gets completely fucking bastardized um oh yeah well and then
1: you just even all the all the fucking like here's the top 41 things you missed in marvels whatever and it's like none of it's even shit you fucking missed it's all just things that were very obvious there's really only like two youtube guys like that who actually will like obsessively go and find little things that like oh yeah i never would have caught that because they'll freeze frame everything uh is
0: another I mean, guy issue 43 um, of the 1987 run of uh you know Captain America he uh had a had this shirt on and then in the background oh, yeah. of this shot you can see And they make all that shit
1: so obvious when you actually watch those movies anyway like oh you didn't notice Captain America's shield on the wall in this scene like yeah of course they did it's fucking colors stand out out right like they (laughs) they lit it so you would notice it like you know uh what one guy there's a guy uh his name ryan airy for screen crush screen rant whatever the fucking thing's called and he'll he actually will like do like a little bit like a literary analysis of the themes of marvel movies which is nice because it's like i feel like you know there are some interesting themes and that's why these movies are better you know now than say x-men in 1999 or whatever year that came out was um
0: I, I do still enjoy the first X Men movie, but yes, they they progressively got, you know. For oh, for its time it was it was good. I mean I got, think looking back so it's bad not as
1: Logan. Yeah. I, I oh so um, I what was it? Uh I think it was Netflix or whatever that they, they had um or no, I guess it was on Disney mm. Disney Plus, but they had uh, uh X Men Origins, The Wolverine, which is oh, like the God, one where no. um, it's
0: the worst movie ever. Ryan, so, uh, what's Ryan that? Gosling is, is in it, uh, or not Ryan not Gosling, Ryan, Gosling, Ryan, the Ryan Reynolds, one. the other is Canadian in it is Ryan. Deadpool. Right, and, but and they literally like sew his mouth shut in the first ten minutes of the movie. It's like he has like
1: fucking the, swords that come out of his arms, the way that Wolverine does. But it's like, how would that even work? You could never bend your arm, elbows. Like you could never bend your looks arms. Looks like
0: fucking. They make him look
1: like Baraka from fucking Mortal Kombat. Like I don't. I mean, yeah, no, that that's it's, the worst it makes, movie it makes ever. Makes no fucking sense. I mean, they all have bad continuity between them, but this movie has terrible continuity just within itself. The, the opening montage where it's like, you know, after we see Wolverine as a little kid in like 1854 or whatever. It's it's like <laughs> right. him and um Sabretooth are like brothers. Or like they're not really brothers but they're sort of brothers cuz they've run away together and they're like shows them fighting right. in every war throughout history, right? And they show that like Wolverine's claws were made out of bone when he was a little kid. And then they show that they're just miraculously made out of of adamantium in the Vietnam War. But then later on they're bone again. And then later in the movie he goes to the Weapon X project and gets his whole skeleton like how did that fucking happen? Like, how did they just make the movie and, like, anything, do, yeah. do you... Like, it wasn't like, oh, oops, there were, like, you know, the, the mug was like turned this X... way in one shot and then the mug handles turned the other way in another shot. This is right. like, you filmed entire scenes and had to do the special effects for each fucking scene and you
0: never thought, hey, wait a minute, this doesn't make any sense. Like, the time... Th- like. <sighs> The only the only thing I liked about that movie is like I did like Lev Schreiber as Sabretooth, even though he doesn't look like him. I just he's a better actor than the guy that they had playing him in the.
1: Yeah, in I don't even fucking, remember. You I know. don't even fucking remember. But yeah, no, he's good. Um, yeah, he's, he's a good actor.
0: But but no, um, but no. Oh, no it was, yeah, it was it was a fucking shit show. X two is actually movies, really
1: good, but I, totally off topic. Not not even, you know, like, well, actually on topic because, you know, everyone's like, oh, Marvel movies are taking up the entire you know, space within Hollywood and there's nothing good independent right. coming out. Now I watched a movie last night called, um, the killing of a sacred deer. And I don't remember the director's name, but it's, uh, Colin Farrell and Nicole Kidman. And it's the, uh, Oh, and also the kid from, um, uh, uh, he was in the eternals and he was also in Dunkirk, forget his name, but he was in it too. And it's the most jarringly unsettling movie I've seen in a long fucking time. Like very, very oh, yeah, adult I have movie. This
0: downloaded. I haven't watched it yet.
1: Yeah. Well, it's, it's 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 like starts off and like everyone in the entire family and everyone around them talks like in these like very rapidly short little bursts of sentences and everything they say is like very like just on the nose dialogue and everything like has no second meaning to it. And there's no emotion to anything they say. They just like, how was your day, honey? Oh, my day was fine. How was yours? How was school? Oh, school was good. And you're like, what what is going on? Right. And very gradually, you, as the plot develops, more people kind of come into it who don't talk that way. And over time, like, they start to talk more like real people, too, as they kind of become emotionally unhinged. And it makes it gives it this feeling like even before the the plot started, there was something very wrong with his family. It's just a really weird choice, like to, to get all the actors on board with doing this and doing this really similar delivery of all the lines for like the, the entire first half of the movie. And then it, when it kind of gets to the end, you're like, this was just a. Um, just a really bizarre film and but like the the commitment they must have had to make this like original of an idea whether it right. works or doesn't work i'll leave it up to you when you watch it i thought it worked great mm-hmm. it just it was like made me feel uncomfortable it's supposed to make you feel uncomfortable um mm-hmm. but yeah oh and no coconut Just a uh, full body nudity still
0: apparently so just
3: for well, fur, you know. It's like
0: it's it's Hey fucking a really... uh what's her face can do it and don't look up. Um God what uh f- the president, uh fucking uh oh my god, what the hell's her name? I'm blanking on her name all of a sudden. J Law? No, no, no. The the president. Uh, in don't oh,
1: yeah, I felt like she used a body double for that. I don't
0: think it was really her. I know. I, I, I think she did too, but it was just funny. Oh, yeah. Meryl Streep, yeah, of course, Meryl Streep.
1: I mean, so, if the so. story, I mean, people. It's it, the story is about a husband and wife, so it's like if you have scenes of them in a bedroom, like they're gonna be naked occasionally. Colin's naked in it right. too. There's a couple scenes where he's naked too, and it's, like, it's always just. <laughs> I know it's not like I get off on seeing people naked on the screen. I just like when people are like really well known it, it, actors. It's nice because they're, they're it's not such afraid a weird
0: of weird like. Puritan, like, you can't have sex scenes in movies. You can't do that. It's like, but that's like right. so unrealistic to like not, you know, because it was, because obviously there was a problem in the other direction where there was a lot of exploitation in the 80s and 90s mm-hmm. of like young actresses where it's like, you need to do nudity or you will not get cast. And I mean, then I, they kind of went in the full 180 other yeah. direction of like completely unrealistic relation, chaste relationships in movies. And it's like, no, you can have like a scene like of, of two people in love, like fucking right. having sex right. in a movie. Like Well there's there's actually, some really you know, important
1: there's some scenes in this movie, uh killing of a sacred deer. There's no deer in the movie, so if you're like worried that they're gonna shoot Bambi, that doesn't happen. Uh but there's some really <laughs> difficult scenes with some child actors where like adults do things to children that you're like I can't believe they mm. filmed that, let alone or like showing some of these things it's not like another right, right. sexual or like violent but just you're like oh my god like this is <laughs> like this is right. this is what right. real right. parenting is like is is dealing with kids on a level where you just fucking had it you know and you're completely out of you know well timmy uh energy left to give uh <laughs> and you're just like you're gonna eat this fucking donut and i'm gonna fucking force it down your throat like that kind of shit uh god. and it's just, you know, because, like, everything's been so sanitized and so Disney-fied. Um, right. and, and I like the Marvel movies. I love them. I love they put so much thought into planning them out ahead of time, unlike Star Wars. Where they just kind of wing it and fucking, well, we'll just, this director will just do that, and you can do whatever, and it's going to be a mess in the end. You know, like, taking time to... Completely yeah.
0: inexplicable that they t- have a Taking time to take
1: these play. characters who already had really complex story arcs in the comics and translating that effectively to the screen... And, and telling you know more and more complex stories in these franchises like that's a lot of fun but like i still want to go to the fucking theater and see smart house cinema you know i want to go right. see uh what's what's the one that uh Guillermo del tomo just did the the uh um, oh nightmare alley yeah i want to go see that apparently there's a, yeah, uh they released a black and white version of it too that looks even more cr- uh crime noir that he has um, endorsed or I guess it, it sounded weird when he talked about it because it sounded like it, like it wasn't his idea and he hasn't actually seen it in black and white, <laughs> but they just like told him they are going to do this. And he's like, yeah, okay. And they told him it looked good and he's yeah. Anyway, it's
0: like, all right, whatever, man, <laughs> do you just send me another check? All right, cool. Um, no, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I agree. I, I'm glad stuff like that gets made. I, you know, I've been watching, it's not, you know, quite as, as heavy as, as what as the uh, killing of a sacred deer, but that new netflix series archive 81 oh yeah, pretty i watched interesting that. i watched the whole yeah. thing oh did you um, I, I didn't finish it yet so don't tell me what happens at the well, end i won't but, tell you uh, what
1: happens yeah well they they kind of whoever really made that enjoyed
0: it so far though they
1: figured out the key to making you know boring scenes seem really fucking eerie they learned from annihilation is to just have like the most like bizarre sounds coming through the soundtrack that, that right, you can't tell if that sound like,
0: design on that show is incredible like that right. that's like the it's, biggest it, asset like asset of the show sure but like most Which, of the stuff funny, that happens
1: right, isn't that scary to me it's just not right but it's like oh here's you know this found footage and you know like the tape itself may be haunted
0: and we don't you, like there's no the, it's it's very it's very formulaic but it's right. just the 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 mood and the atmosphere and the Sound design is so fucking eerie and off putting that it it kind you know of the, like the name makes name uncomfortable.
1: The the main actor, the black kid who's reviewing ru- all who plays the tapes. Ben. No,
0: I'll, I'll look yeah. it up while we're talking about. I've never, really I, I've never and I, seen I him before. I love his days.
1: acting, um, and it's always you know when you're casting somebody in the lead who is pretty much unknown. I never
0: heard of him before. Um, Ma, um, Mama, do Athi. I, this is like his first big he's been in a couple of like little indie horror movies but this yeah. is his first big uh thing it looks like um but it's yeah, no, really he's great, I, I really like i really, liked I really it. Got, um very reserved oh, you know and poor guys the, in the new jurassic park movie after this oh what the fuck <laughs> Why? Like, i mean look everyone's yeah. everyone's gotta everyone's gotta get paid you gotta you gotta you gotta do the wow. one for them one for you like ben affleck would always wow. say i do one so, for them
1: and one for me you remember when uh, Tom Holland said that he, he would play Spider-Man as long as possible. And then like, just, just, just before no way home came out, he's like, yeah, it might be done for a while actually. <laughs> so people were kind of like, Oh, is this going to be the last time he does this? Cause he seems like he's tired of it, you know, and people get right. burnt out playing the same fucking thing for 10 years of the life. know, there's a reason right. certain characters in the Marvel universe got killed off because those actors didn't want to ever come back and they wanted to make sure they right. couldn't come back. Um, apparently Apparently, Sony and, and Marvel going back to Tom Holland after No Way Home made. Well, I, I, I didn't see, all, I didn't
0: see it yet. So don't, don't.
1: No, I'm just talking about the contract.
0: <laughs> I, I'm talking about how
1: much money it made. After it made 1.5 billion dollars in like a week, they were like, uh, "Tom, you can name your price." So they're currently like renegotiating. But apparently, they, this got leaked that they they want another six movies out of Tom Holland, which means Jesus. like for a guy who clearly is kind of like wants to move on with his career, you know, after do he's already done it like six fucking times. Um, they're going to have to pay him a fortune. They're going to have to, I'm guessing like they were paying, um, Robert Downey Jr. $30 million to play Iron Man per movie. They're going to have to pay Tom Holland like 45, $50 million. Right. And cause they know they're going to make that, that billion, billion and a half dollars every time they, they, they see that kid <laughs> swinging right. around with, Spider-Man, and, and
0: you don't, and you don't have that universe without him in it. You know, it's just no. not the fucking no.
1: Well, I mean, you you have the multiverse now, so you could have other Spider-Men, but um, right, yeah, right, but it's, it's
0: not. I mean, the, the only thing they could do if they really can't get him back is introduce Miles Morales and like just really fucking run with that. But I think they're still right. worried to we, do, do that because do... the fucking.
1: It, it, at the very last second they lose tom holland that's when they're going to throw in miles morales <laughs> they're going to have that happen right. so they're going to they're gonna hold that off as long as possible um but you know right. i mean but, um, it's if people the fucking spider-man what can you do if people all over the world are like yeah we, we love going to see these movies you know it's like well we'll pay you 50 million dollars per year of your life to keep putting the suit on until you're too old to but you know, and now they're changing that. Now it's like, you know, with you saw the, uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse animated thing, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So they had like the, the, the middle-aged Peter Parker and then, you know, so they've, they've created a way to get past the problem of actors aging out of the role. Right. They've fixed that problem sort of. Right. And right. It just makes it more interesting. Cause that, that is, that is the ultimate problem is so that the comic books, you know, fucking Magneto, never ages he's
0: he grew up in the fucking holocaust camp
1: and he's still like a middle-aged right that's guy. a tough
0: right that's a it's, tough thing to do when you do a movie in like 2030 and you're like oh yeah no he was a he was a kid uh during the holocaust right. but then now he's like 50 so you know?
1: either you take the super soldier serum and you just don't age because you're you just live forever and don't age or you have some kind of your superpower is just not aging or healing factor or whatever
0: but if you do a time travel movie, like the fucking X-Men did and it became a convoluted, you know, you
1: can't be a high school kid or early college age kid for 75 years, you know, like how you can't do that. And once you create a a totally complete universe, instead of just rebooting a franchise like Batman, like, how do you, how do you explain that? How do you figure out how to do that in a a storytelling environment? Um, And they finally sort of figured that out now, which is exciting because it means you can tell a lot more story and you don't necessarily have to have an actor ruin their entire career <laughs> just to play the fucking character that everyone wants to go see
0: right and dc is almost kind of copying them now but it's kind of nice to see that they've they've gotten away from whatever they were trying to do because now you see like keaton coming back as like old man batman in the in the flash movie like shit i love shit like that cuz like i i fucking love keaton's batman like you know it, as goofy as some of those as those movies got at times like i still think he's you know the i think he's the best bruce wayne he's not the best batman but he's for sure the best yeah. bruce wayne and probably affleck's the best batman oh. but
1: speaking of non-marvel movies um you remember when ridley scott came out with the last duel and no one came to see it and he got on the fucking internet and was bitched about <laughs> yelling uh, at the clouds because yeah the millennials it. killed the movie industry or whatever generation z with their cell phones won't go see my movie and he was totally wrong but i watched the last duel and it's really fucking good another film with like very adult themes and there's definitely some you know trigger warning scenes in there but it's a it you know the 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 idea that people who didn't like his comments were saying you know they were like well maybe it's just a shitty movie and that's why people didn't go see it well it's like well if you don't go see it you wouldn't know if it's shitty or not but like it's right. not like, Scott doesn't make shitty movies. I mean, I shouldn't
0: say that because I'm sure someone will pull uh, out. Like, 1979. Yeah, but um, but no. I mean, he's he's fucking great, and I'm sure that movie is great. But yeah, I, you know, he I, like I was I was saying to you is like, dude, you put the movie out in the middle of a fucking new surge of 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 COVID. Like, what do you expect? Like, it's not you, you know, it's nobody's fault. Things.
1: Shit happens. You know, it, no, to it's week. nobody's fault. It's, it's fucking. Happen. You know,
0: it's. The movie industry is very volatile right now. Any as is every live entertainment industry because, like, if there's a big fucking wave right before your thing that you can't cancel is scheduled to happen. Right, but don't like, blame people
1: because they didn't go to see you. I mean, that's right. Right. You, you are known for some of the best sci-fi films ever made, right? And if right. you made a, a, you know, a film about some knights and fucking kings and shit. Like there's a ton of that stuff. It's kind of, the market's kind of flood for that right now. And it's still a great fucking story, but the, i read some bad reviews of it where they weren't reviewing the film. They were just reviewing the, like, you know, the, the film These is comments. Pro- no, 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 They were saying that like the film uh, is like pro violence against women and pro oppressive oppressing women. And it's like, no, the movie is completely against those things. It's showing them happen in a medieval time when that's the way things were. It's showing you that to try to explain that it's bad. <laughs> it's when you show bad things. It, it, this is again, in it, the movies it, pro those things. That's the, that's the, this is the bad guy
0: doing bad things. That's how you know that you're crit, the critics. They're, they're, are so,
4: uh,
0: people are so, like, there's no real like movie critics left anymore. So everyone who does it is just like trying to like play this gotcha thing of like, it, it, this is literally, we've talked about this before. Depiction of something bad happening does not mean that the director or writer or actors involved endorse said bad thing. Like movies are supposed to depict uh, bad things and, and, and bad people. Like that's what an antagonist is. Like, I don't Do we need to take you back to the fucking hero's journey? Like Joseph Campbell, like what the fuck is wrong with these people? Like, right. Well, I mean,
1: and this doesn't ruin anything because it's like the first five minutes of the film, they make it clear what's going on. The the duel is between these two guys over a woman right and like they don't really they're not really fighting for her love or affection they're just fighting each other because they you know they want to possess her right and that's made very right. obvious in the film the person reviewing this was like they don't even like make her struggle the center of the story and it's like that, that's <laughs> but that's the point is these guys egos are so fucking big that they don't even really care about the wrongs committed against her they just need something to fight over to prove that they're more right. manly and more deserving of, of owning her as property, basically. And like, literally, that's what the film is about. Like, there's a fucking trial over it. And like, they have to, like, the, the only true story, by the way, this is yeah. based on a true story. The, the, the law at the time was like any, any um, injury done to a married woman, you know, is it's, it's the man who has to go to trial because his property has been damaged. like right super cool super cool way society if if you think the film is in support of that i don't know what worlds you live in also go see it because um fucking ben affleck has blonde hair in the movie and he was unfucking recognizable i didn't know that was him at first i was like holy Uh, shit fucking ben affleck uh and his character is really funny too not funny in like a good way but like a like It's just a funny character, and and the movie keeps right. um, like setting up your expectations for one thing to be the case, and then not being the case, or, or making you like expect expectation to be subverted, and then not uh, subverting an expectation, and doing exactly what you hoped wouldn't happen. Um, hmm. So yeah, again, there's there's so much room for so many good movies. There's so many every fucking week I
0: watch another great film. Um, so yeah, anyway, my it point was. was just uh, the- Right, there's a new movie coming out. It, it 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 was just at Sundance. It's not even out yet, but there's a new movie coming out from those two guy, those two indie directors. I I told you that I you know I'm a big fan of uh Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead. I think their names are. They directed a bunch of episodes of Archive Eighty One, and they're like the either the showrunners or directors of Moon Knight. Like they they're they're like these guys. Like they've done they did like micro budget horror movies, and they're they were so like well received in kind of like indie horror circles that they've gotten these like progressively more you know significant jobs but they were and they were the ones who directed and wrote that um synchronic movie that the 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 kind of cool drug time travel weird fucking paramedic movie with uh hmm. anthony mackie Um not familiar yeah. i mean i know anthony you, Mackey, watch, you, wa- you watched it i thought where we, we you had started to watch it remember Wait. this is the one on netflix synchronic it was the one with anthony mackie and the guy from 50 shades of gray where they're like paramedics in new orleans and there's this like street drug that like people are like you realize like it's actually a drug where people like either think they are or are actually traveling through time when they take it
1: i feel like this sounds familiar but i must have watched it very late at night when i was in ebree right right
0: (laughs) Like, right but, it, it, but but they're they're not like they're, they're very unconventional like interesting yeah. no uh, I it's,
1: it's coming back to me now um yeah i must have started not finished it and mentioned it casually right right right
0: but uh yeah yeah but that's no it. but yeah they're they're coming out with some new movie called something in the dirt that's been described as like an x-files for the 2020 like you know <laughs> fucking generate but already like the the X-Files for the 2020s and it wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> well no, no, I, I assume it's not going to like it's just it, and they are like the two actors in it too, so it'll be I don't know, it'll be interesting. I'm I'm interested to see it. But yeah, no, there's cool shit all the whole point all I'm saying is there's cool shit out there like outside of the the Marvel fucking uh, you yeah. know, whatever. But well, uh everyone yeah, had, all right. Well, I said
1: Eternals well. sucked and I watched that and I was pretty fucking impressed because it was like it it, it felt like they you know, didn't pre-vis all the shit, you know, they pre all the fight scenes, but it didn't feel like every single shot was something they pre and right. because like most of the characters aren't never coming back in any other movie, they were kind of just like, let the, the director, I forget her name, but she just won an Oscar for her, the, the Francis McDormand shits in a bucket movie. Um, <laughs> they, they were just like, go crazy with it, go crazy with it. Cause it doesn't have to like connect to anything else. This is this is like the only one of these movies we're gonna do, so you can just like kill everyone off, um, fucking blow up the planet Earth, like do whatever the fuck you want to do, because none of it's gonna matter later on down the road. <laughs> so, right, I think that's how they kind of got a Oscar winning director to direct a Marvel movie.
0: Interesting. All yeah. right. Well, yeah, I I think that about does it for the uh, for this episode. But um, if you want to support the show, rate and view and subscribe wherever you listen. Uh, follow us on soundcloud soundcloud.com slash move left facebook.com slash move left idiots patreon.com slash move left i am at move underscore left on twitter
1: oh fingers crossed i'm still on uh, at bike slutty on twitter by the time you hear this
0: (laughs) coming for me see you next yeah we'll see you next week enjoy your margaritas everybody
4: Watching the sun bake, all of those tourists covered with oil. Strumming my six string on my front porch swing, smell those shrimp ever again. Here all season Nothing to show but this brand new tattoo But it's a real beauty I'm Mexican cutie